Our readings today are filled with relationships, profit to the wicked, neighbor to neighbor, parishioner to parishioner. In each instance, one is connected, bound to another with blessings and obligations. The prophet preaches, do the wicked listen? The neighbor offers love, is it returned? Parishioner shares a hurt, is he listened to? In these relationships, there is conflict, and conflict comes in all shapes and sizes. Imagine conflict between two children. There they are on the preschool rug, one playing with a shiny, beautiful truck, and another one with a tired old block. Next thing you know, the truck is yanked out of the hands of one by the other, and tears and shouts of indignant hurt erupt. The injured child yells, give it back. The other says, no. It's off to the teacher to settle the argument and bring peace in conflict. Conflict doesn't go away when we grow up. We experience conflict in almost every relationship we're in, whether at work or home, church or school, even on the playing field in all those college football games yesterday, and the University of Texas won, they have referees. We look to judges, mediators, therapists, someone who can help us resolve our differences, and it is well and good to seek help when minds just don't want to meet. That help, though, it might just not meet our expectations. It's been a while since I've seen one, but they are beautiful. If you ever go to a big banquet, lots of times at weddings, there's a beautiful ice sculpture. The sculptor imagines something beautiful and every aspect, thought, has been made, and then out of water, a perfect piece of ice. It's often the same in our relationships and in conflict. We imagine what, when, what will happen when we are aggrieved or when a relationship is ending. We use our time and energy to construct our case, to prepare a perfect comeback, or put all the facts together that will make us shine and the other one look wicked. When next in conflict, or if you're in conflict now, let all of that melt away. I knew a priest who loved healing prayer, Alice Sadler. She loved to laugh, she was kind. She gave me some of the best advice I've ever been given and when she experienced conflict, hurt, disappointment, she held fast to three things, three ideas. Forgiveness, reconciliation, restoration. She believed that God heals in body and mind and in relationships. Healing from hurt in relationships isn't something we always want. Sometimes we want retribution to teach our antagonist a lesson or make a lesson out of him or her for all to see. That's, though, an ice sculpture that needs to melt into the waters of healing 
forgiveness, reconciliation, restoration. You might bring to mind, bring to heart and imagination a relationship in your life, a broken and impaired, a hurt relationship, and listen to ideas for how you might find healing and offer forgiveness. And in time, if it's right and holy, reconciliation, maybe even restoration. What are these three words? Forgiveness. Forgiveness is the action that the injured party must extend to the trespasser, the person who needs to be forgiven. The injured must work to stop nurturing pain, stop seeking revenge, and choose to leave the past in the past. This is something the injured needs to do primarily for their own sake, for their own health. And that forgiveness may or may not lead to reconciliation. Reconciliation is dependent on the trespasser's penitence and desire to have a new and different relationship. Reconciliation may mean that you allow the thief to continue in your life, but you don't necessarily re-employ them and give them the combination to your safe. So much in this is dependent on the faith, the experiences, the heart of another person that we cannot control. If their heart is hardened, they will never repent, never see their own wrong. The person who is forgiving may yearn, might feel bad that reconciliation is not coming. But it's not their fault. The trespasser must be penitent. The ball is in their court. Our gospel reading today shows us the possibility of a trespasser who will not listen, who will not be penitent. Jesus' words in this instance, let such a one be to you as a Gentile and a tax collector. We may not like the sound of this, but what's the alternative? There is work for us to do as we wait to see if a trespasser will come around. We can hope and we can wonder. We can hope in our prayers that a cold heart might melt, that light might scatter works of darkness, and we can wonder, wonder what we can do, what I can do, in my own way, respecting my own dignity. I wonder what Jesus would have done. And in this prayer, the Holy Spirit might well give insight so that deepening healing might grow and love claimed. Restoration is to restore fully the other person to your life. It does mean that you re-employ the thief and open wide the safe, giving the combination. We don't see that in our gospel reading today, but it is. It is in the life of Jesus. And you all know the parable of the prodigal son. It's there, too. The father didn't just forgive or reconcile. He restored the wastrel son to his former place in his life. <clears throat> Our relationships 
are filled with great joy and with celebration, but they aren't without their hardships. We experience conflict. There are hurt feelings, hard words, tears and sorrow, anger and resentment. But then there's spiritual work that can and should be done to address and find healing in conflict. The healing of a broken relationship is not something that usually comes overnight, but takes years. Because relationships are rich, and they're complex, and they're filled with history and expectations. And we have ideas of how conflict is to resolve, to be resolved, and we carefully sculpt those. But we do have the power to forgive, to let our pain fall off, and then move forward. Sometimes in that forgiveness, it might mean a relationship is released, and that's okay. To grow into something more, it takes the trespasser to acknowledge, to listen, whether listening to us or a friend group or family, to acknowledge their sin and say, I'm sorry. In the meantime, we can pray. We can let time and space heal and let perspective grow. May we ever remember that there is healing and there is restoration. God is filled with love and yearns for us to know it in every aspect of our life, in every aspect of our relationships. So owe no one anything except to love one another.